I know, okay? I get it. I get it, you're upset. Look, Hunter and I both got... Jobs. ...voted on oh. to the Epstein Suicide Planning Committee, and we <laughs> couldn't pass up the opportunity. This is huge for our resumes, okay? So I'm sorry. I know you're disappointed we haven't had an episode. We're disappointed in ourselves. But there was a lot of details to work out. Right. Like, what dumb crime were we going to pin on the guards that were watching the jail cell? Falsifying yes. records? Yes. I mean, someone had... Uh, that was Hunter. Hunter was had me. to come up with that. I did. It and took uh, me literally... How? I, I, five seconds. Five seconds to come up with that idea. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was really easy. And uh, Queen Mother, uh, and by that I mean Hillary, was very pleased. Oh, yeah. I, got uh, a, with I the even idea. got a kiss for that one. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry. You, you completely took me out of it. I was picturing a world where being touched by those face crusts oh, would be no. considered an award or a privilege. No. <laughs> Please. I Forgive me. Look. Forgive me, look, universe. Forgive me, God. There's some things that Bill did that I will never understand, but... Cheating on Hillary is not one of them. Wow, rough. Uh, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. Why don't we get into something more wholesome? Okay. More fun for the whole family. Right. Let's just talk about American politics. Oh, no. Oops. Oh, God, no. Oops. We've been gone away for so long, Hunter. I've forgotten how to do the show. Do you Do you have any uh, roaded kill for us? Oh, yeah, dude. I've got, I've got the road kill totally covered. But before that, Christopher. Before that. We always do another segment of the show, which is starting to become our fans' favorite, Studio Enhancements. Studio Enhancements. And this week for Studio Enhancements... Um, <laughs> this week, like we haven't been gone for three months. I guess I guess that's the other thing that's true. I actually did like if you consider like all the work I've done on the car in the past month ish, uh, I definitely got the oil changed. You know that was hey important. Now. It's it's really important to keep your oil uh, well uh, oiled. Um, I have a question. I had to did put a new battery in the car. You had to put a new battery in it. Yeah. Did you do anything about the tires that are surely going to be our demise? No, but I have been keeping the air pressure up. Hey. Hey. Baby steps. Baby steps. It's kind of fun because I know I can like... put one foot in front front of of the other. other. Don't jaywalk. It's a sin. And then you hope this song is in the public domain. Da, da, da. Um, Um, What was I saying? Oh, so it's kind of funny because now I'm like getting to be a pro at having a tire with low air pressure in it. Because the acceleration works differently. What? I can be like, like, yep, my tire's getting a little flatter. Gonna have to... Gonna have to get air soon. Oh, Lord, you know? Hunter. So, just think about that, because maybe I'm thinking that right now, Chris. Well, uh, guys, appreciate <laughs> the episodes you're given, because yeah. each one might be our last. Each one. Uh, but no, we are truly excited to be back. In all actuality, Hunter and I have both been going through uh, transitionary periods with work, yeah. where we were taking on some new responsibilities and new tasks, and unfortunately the show had to go for a little while, but we are back in the saddle again. We actually kind of swapped roles, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Hunter went, like, from being super busy to having everything on lock, and I did the opposite, which is why I sound a little bit like Like an airhead that you turned into a balloon and then popped in the face of a seven-year-old child. Right. Um, I... My whole body feels sticky and incomplete. There we are. Now, um... We are happy to be back. This is Carl Pooling. As per usual, we are in the cab of a 
black 2010 Honda Civic somewhere. Look, I'll give it to you. Freebie in the southeast. Antifa, Woo. point your guns. Point your guns. And they uh, got a long way from Oregon, so that's okay. If you catch us, you win a grand prize. Yeah. Uh, the grand prize is the all Honda of the money. Yeah, you get the car <laughs> and all the, the money in our wallet. <laughs> yep. Because I assume... Look, I assume we're driving around a city, you know, it's not the safest city. I'm assume we're going to get carjacked if we keep doing this and eventually right. I just want to make it about me. I don't want to just be carjacked by a random stranger. I want to be carjacked by a fan. So, so when he like points a gun at Hunter and is like, get out of the car, I'll be like, Oh my god, Do you congratulations. Listen to this, show? this is so flattering. Yeah. You know? And then we'll hand him the keys. We'll hand him the keys and all of Hunter's money. Which is probably like well, at the moment, it's $50, but mostly yeah. it's zero All right, Hunter. Doesn't it feel good to be a gangster it, flashing some digits around? It does. The big five zero. The big <laughs> So, I, I want... I, Your wallet is over the hill. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. So, I, I wanted to say uh, that I was actually in a Starbucks drive-thru getting my hazelnut venti coffee with cream because, okay because i need that to fuel my pride All and right. weird flex no exactly right and so this will be funny to you a guy in the um uh the, the guy at the drive through window asked me if i was a producer what like, because he saw all of our sound equipment in the back of the car oh. and was like oh i recognize those those mics are m83 m83 is a type of firework <laughs> whatever <laughs> so, whatever no not that listen i'm SM, not i'm not the sound SM, engineer sm58s so he, he for he, those of you trying to win carl pulling jeopardy that we is are running through standard rock and roll sm58s so he recognized that because he has a band and i was like yeah my brother's in a band so it was like you know we tied that all together very wow, nicely neat, neat yeah neat 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 we never talked again I don't even remember his name. Wow, what a bountiful harvest this turned out to be. Give right. me the roadkill before I kick you off the show. So Eric Swalwell thought he could get away with it, but Carl Pooling has analyzed the tape, and we know that was a legitimate fart on hardball. Listen, Swalwell. Look. I'm all for trying to save some dignity and walk out with a little swagger and a little bit of respect on your name. But Walking out commando is never a crime. You cannot, you cannot do a full pause, facial contortion, leg lift, cannon blast salvo right? and expect to get away from it, dude. You bought it. You bought it. Your name's on the receipt and everybody knows it. Just admit it. Just Double down. I thought it was hysterical. You know, if Wolf... If Wolf Blitzer had done it, he would have owned it. Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer would have been. Yes, it was mine, and it was made out of beets. I'm so I don't know why Wolf Blitzer became Sean Connery. For I that know band. that was that was interesting. <laughs> I think Wolf Blitzer's probably done exactly what you just said. Like I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that that's actually happened on I, the Wolf Blitzer show. I think before Wolf Blitzer goes on, yeah, you know the windscreen you could put over the top of a mic. Mm. I think he takes it off the <laughs> microphone and stuffs it down his shorts just to make just sure. to make sure. That's a good call. Yeah. When you are having a little trouble, you know, with the news. You know, yeah, exactly. You but uh, they did you see the tweet where uh, uh, Hardball, the Hardball account, basic, which is the Wolf Blitzer's show, if you don't know. Yeah. Um, no, for, not what, wait, Wolf Blitzer's show? Wolf Blitzer's show is called Hardball. Right, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got confused. Go That's ahead. That's okay. And he, they basically claimed that it was not a fart. <laughs> it was a mug moving on the table that they slid <laughs> rather than picked up. Oh, um, <laughs> Okay, bud. Yeah. All right. All right. Maybe that's true. 
It, um, could, be, it could be true. If it's true, why true. did somebody say something? No, look, that's probably true. Right. They probably have a desk. You know, like, tables can be made out of different materials. Sure. They probably have a table made out of buttholes. Oh, right. That makes sense. Because when I drag a mug was, over buttholes... That was definitely a fart. <laughs> yeah, it was such a fart. Okay, anyhow. Uh, poor Carl Pulling's fun. Eric, uh... Do you think this is his last term? Do you think this kills him? <laughs> Fartgate? Do, Fartgate. I, do I think Fartgate ends Swalwell? Yeah, or is he like now so popular that he gets to keep going? I don't think that's the kind of name recognition you want, dude. That's true. That's I don't true. think touching cotton during a TV interview is <laughs> on anybody's agenda. I don't think you hear that and go, you know what? That guy. That, that guy, guy should run the con- he's doing. country. I will say this. The most fantastic bit of this is the fact that people started cutting like his congressional, like, uh, not testimony, but like him in Congress asking questions with just fart noises in between, <laughs> and it's like, yep, yep, that's the old, that's the old joke, yep. and it still works, that's and it's the, even better. That's the old internet for you. That's the old internet for you. Do you remember farting preacher? Christopher, I was baptized by the farting preacher. <laughs> There's a video. It, it's from nascent YouTube back in the dark ages, right? Where you had to light uh, a candle in an arcane sigil. To summon the YouTube and put the AOL disc into you, the yes, CD drive. Yes, you had to put you had to put the the stone circles uh, into the opening drive on your computer, which Tim Cook did away with. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. And uh, you had to make the do the invocation, which done like when you would dial up to the internet, right? Which would summon the internet goblins. At any rate, it's a very old video. <laughs> that is to say. And this is all science. <laughs> it's got a preacher who's like really like energetic, almost like televangel style. Yes. And uh, he he does this one, and people somebody has interspersed it with fart noises, and he does this one where it's like, oh, I can feel the spirit moving. Did it just it just moved? Did you feel that? I did. And it's like it's just the greatest. Go look it up. It's very good. Um, it's very good. Yeah. So anyway, it's almost as good as the lot pinched his tits guy. That that one's pretty good. Too. That's really good stuff. Um, okay. I'm also proud that my father introduced me to the farting <laughs> preacher, Pastor Carl. Pastor Carl, thank um, you, sir. So anyhow, oh. let's jump into the meat today, Hunter. Okay. The meat and potatoes. Give the people what they came here for. Okie doke. Um, and I have been so busy. I'm so out of the news cycle. Yep, I know yep, yep. impeachment is happening. Yeah. And uh, somebody slam a damn a dunked on the one guy yesterday. And I can't remember Sound, who it was. Soundlin? I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's Whoever one. the guy that was interviewing him crushed him. And there was some funny business about the CNN Chiron. But anyway. There, there's a lot. Of, so, like, here, here's the deal. There's a lot that's happened in the past two weeks. I also have been listening to a lot of commentary on this. And I have not gotten everybody's names down perfectly. Oh, so, no. So, a little, a little bit of forgiveness there please just because there's a lot of information to keep track of here yeah um if i'm i think it's sondland i think it's vinman I, I i could be getting those wrong i'll try to say what's going on better um so I, but the other thing in the news and, and hold on before you get started sure yeah i yeah. don't want to pigeonhole you the other thing in the news was we had another round of democratic debates yeah. last night yeah i think that's I, we can actually start there because there's almost nothing to say about them okay and and what was interesting for my perspective, is I didn't watch it. Sure. And I still know that Andrew Yang was not featured. Uh, yeah, there actually was a great uh, infographic today. You know, they do that, who, how many minutes they got to speak. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's that's done for like, you know, it's like, 
oh, look at Elizabeth Warren. She didn't get any time to speak, you know, and like right. that that's to show that, you know, you know, naughty naughty men let women talk, you know. Right. But it, but it's also to to do just they actually play it off as some a different way too that's like, you know, it's you have to be aggressive if you want to get that speaking time and it's like, oh look at Biden, he's doing a really good job and it's also well, the polls like Biden, so that's why everybody's asking him questions. Sure. So sure. There, there's a, it's a, it's really. Kind there's of, a little, a little feedback loop there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just gets kind of weird, um, or complicated. There's a lot of things playing into that. But Yang was clearly on the bottom, and I think, I think Warren actually led. I, I could be getting this a little bit wrong. I think she had like something like 16 minutes, or 15, or 14, and Yang had a total of like six. What a blessing. Yeah. So. Um, there is that. I, I don't remember where Tulsi fell into all that either. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's that. But to be quite frank, the the news like as far as since the last debate is Warren gained in the polls substantially, and then vomited it out when her wealth when her uh, health care plan came online. Oh yeah. Um, and well, the no crap. Right, and people were actually pretty tame about her wealth tax um, up until that point. But some bad comments about her and billionaires and this mug she put out, say, you know, called Bil- with billionaire tears yeah. written on the side of yeah. it. And the fact that um, she just continued to and, and when her health care plan came out and raised the wealth tax to six percent, um, it brought out some really harsh criticism to to her plan. And that's kind of been Warren's strong point for a long time. And I, Chris is like, she's this wonk. She has a plan for that. And right, that's kind of right. like what she, she... She obviously doesn't. She obviously doesn't. Well, and, well let me yeah. give my biting commentary real fast. Sure. Uh, liberals, if you're in the shot of my voice, leave the mug business to us. Okay? <laughs> We've got the Liberal Tears Tumblr over at DailyWire.com. Huge shout out to Huge Ben Shapiro. Out. Hey, Ben. And the other fine and not so fine gentleman over there mm. and uh then we've got the ladder with crowder mug club mug uh, exemplar yeah. and you know what they're doing just fine then we don't need a billionaire's tears mug thanks for shooting your campaign in the foot leave beverages over to the conservatives we've got it covered don't worry about it you know i think i'm gonna have a beer <laughs> i think i'm uh hubby would Hubby? you like a big delicious beer oh <laughs> No, I'm good. <laughs> no, what are you? Ta- what are you, Who are you? And what have you done with Pocahontas? I mean, Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> yeah. um, my wife. Uh, that, God, that Instagram video is top tier. Yeah, thanks for doing our reference there. Um, so, and then what? What happened past that is so Warren got this huge bump. She was almost, I think, Christopher. She was two percent away from Biden at certain points. Yikes! Like it really close, and then she's kind of fallen back down ever since. You know, people have said, ah, oh, she really doesn't know how to make any of her stuff work. The mask she's right. using pretty dumb and her Did, well tax is pretty ridiculous. It, let me ask you, is butt gig taking her place now? Okay, so now you're coming to... So, here's the thing. No. But. Huh. But. Okay. He... Buttigieg uh, is leading in Iowa. And so... That's where the boy's from, ain't it? Well, yeah, but Iowa's also the first state that votes, right? Sure. So, so like, that that's really the significant point. It's like, it looks like, if you did it today, based on the polls, Pete wins Iowa. And okay. that's pretty impressive, since he's, like, at uh, 8% in the polls, right. nationally. So he's, he's behind Bernie, he's behind everyone, and everything like that. And so, I think what you would have been expecting tonight, or last night, rather, was that... This would have been a really good debate for Pete to... Uh, he's kind of taken a more moderate stance recently, which right. is 
you know, who knows what that is, you know, because Pete's talked quite differently at other times. You know, he, he, he plays that card pretty well. Um, yeah, he, he gets to decide during the moment whether or not he supports Christians or wants to see them crucified in the streets. Right. Let's be, Pete's a really good politician, and I think, I think that's becoming very clear from his presidential uh, campaign. I might say that a little different. I sure. would say it's becoming very clear that Pete is a politician first. Whether oh, or not he's good yes. at it remains to be seen. Yes, and I, I, guess, I guess my bias shows in what I call a good politician. Sure. Yeah, and so Pete, Pete's been, um, but the debate was really tame. There really wasn't a lot of infighting. There was a lot of softball questions because, you know, it is MSNBC and the Huffington Post that put this on. Um, it's, you know, it's Rachel Maddow, guys. You know, yeah. like, she she was at the debate. Like, did you expect hard-cutting questions? You know what I mean? So are you telling me that Tulsi Gabbard didn't send anyone to the shadow zone? Tulsi Gabbard and Kamala Harris got into it a little bit. Ooh. Um, but nothing crazy. Mm. Um, I mean, it was just it was just kind of boring. And that's that's kind of the takeaway, I think, is... It just wasn't a good debate. It wasn't... It Once again, Biden didn't look very strong, you know? He had a couple of moments where he got he got a couple of things wrong, and he thought everybody was cheering with him, and they weren't. Oh, yeah? You know, and so uh, I think it was on his comments about, you know, about... Uh, I think it was on his comments about uh, domestic abuse, and he made some comments, comments regarding punching people or punching girls or something like that and it, it sounded pretty outdated you know yeah that's and, weird and so everyone kind of laughed at him because like oh my god that's embarrassing kind of laugh and he didn't seem to register with him which you know oh par for the course old joe yeah hey is butterfly sprinkles still in uh You're what's her have name to help me with that one. oh butterfly sprinkles dark crystal energy no well i mean like she may be in the race i can't remember her name off the top of my head just because she hasn't been in the news recently but she is not on the debates. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah. basically, let's move on from this because I That's think it. I think basically what it is, if Tulsi Gabbard doesn't banish anyone to the shadow realm and Butterfly Butterfly Sprinkles doesn't bring up any dark crystal energy, yeah. then it 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 seems like it's just more of the same. Yeah. But let's talk impeachment gate. Yeah. So uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just adding gate to stuff. Okay. I can't wait until like somebody, is, like a president. Like locks somebody outside an embassy, so it's and they end gate. up dying, and it's gate gate. That's really good. And then there's a cover up for it, and it's gate gate gate. Ooh. I can't wait for that. Um, this is going to be really easy to maybe, say. Maybe that could be your presidential like bid. I, I will bring in gate gate gate. Yeah, don't um, worry, guys. I've got this covered. God, that'd be good. That would um, be good. Okay, so anyway, it's just what our country needs. Impeachment but not the hero it deserves. is a thing that people think is going to happen. Yeah, uh, impeachment actually is probably going to happen. You think you think we're gonna have an not just an inquiry? You think we're gonna move on to a full-on impeachment? I think the Democrats in the House will impeach the President of the United States. So the the House, I, it's been a while since I watched Schoolhouse Rock. Okay, three and is a magic number. The impeachment the impeachment song was a little bit seedy, so we skipped it when I was a kid. Okay, so um, if the House draws up articles of impeachment, yep. do they not have to be ratified by the Senate for there to be an actual impeachment? So this is kind of the fun thing about impeachment, is it's like the House basically goes, we impeach the President, and then there is a trial in the Senate, right? Uh, and so, yeah, the people in the Senate do vote, as far as I understand it, but yeah, so it's like... it. Impeachment is not necessarily... It, it, it's just a little bit different than how, like, bills get passed, typically, right? Like, they're they're created in the House or Senate and then ratified in the other and passed to the President. There's so, It starts in the House and then gets... Uh, 
and then it's put on trial in so the Senate. The the House decides whether or not we have a uh, court case effectively, Correct. and then the Senate is the court deliberates case. it. Yep. Does the judiciary come into any piece of this? Uh, pr- like. I don't think so. Okay. I think the only way they would come into it is if, like, you know, maybe there was a personal lawsuit that Trump took against the U.S. government. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Something, something like that. Yeah. So basically what I'm hearing is that um, impeachment, as far as the House is concerned, can be well motivated or it can literally be Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy in the middle of the office. Yeah, like if I mean like there's nothing stopping a supermajority in the in the Congress from saying we that you know that's the other party of the president going we impeach the president, you know, because we feel like it on these grounds. And those right. can be you know, all they need to be is high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, well then it's up to the Senate to determine if they are high crimes and misdemeanors. And to right? be fair, there is not a, this isn't exactly a legal proceeding. There is no leg, legal right. standard for impeachment. Right. It, it, high crimes and misdemeanors can really mean whatever you want it to mean. Right. So I, I'm not saying that that means that impeachment's a sham. It's definitely not a sham. Right. The, um, the, but the Founding Fathers actually thought impeachment would be done more often. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and see, a, a bunch of other countries have, have, implements like impeachment mm-hmm. that get acted more readily like votes of no confidence or yes. failure to form a government a, a governing committee yep. right these kind of things that that basically gum up the works and slow the government down right um but now in america you, brexit since we've never had a a successful impeachment mm-hmm. everyone's just resigned if they've been impeached or lied a lot like bill right we've never had one uh, completely done. Which, to be fair, I don't think Bill should have been impeached for um, for what he did. You know, for the whole thing with Monica Lewinsky. That's kind of a joke. It, it but he pretty... should have been for for that uh, lady that he took advantage of. Yeah. So anyhow. Yeah. It. it, it the prop. Here, here's the real like conundrum with impeachment. You. Everything is impeachable, right? And then ousting the president is at the discretion of the Senate, you know? Um, and, and my point to that is whatever you say is impeachable is fair game for the other team. And we live in a very partisan moment. So there's not a lot of thinking through that. And I think that's probably what stayed the hand of most people. Although I, you know, there, there's been times when that line's been crossed, no doubt, but, and our stop. (laughs) Yeah. The sign is, is, is that supposed to be beware? I think it's supposed the, to be the beware. The lights on the sign are burned out, and it says A-R-E, stop. Um, okay, so that's right. And I think that's an interesting point to kind of dig into here. Yeah. And maybe we want to go further into the specific arguments that are being raised and that kind of thing. Maybe sure. not. I will say a, a couple things. One is that I don't see this actual impeachment proceeding to be based on much. From a lot of what I've been hearing, the little snippets I can catch... Right. It's mostly hearsay. And and something's worse than that. Something's just straight fabrications that are coming up as in testimony. Sure. And I think there's a bunch of that. I don't think that if it was honestly about impeachment, this would still be going on. I do think that this that the Democrats see this as politically expedient. Um, yes. here and to, but to Hunter's point, there's a problem with that. I, I think that they see it as politically expedient, and for that reason, this is fair game. You are allowed to use the tools at your disposal to to play in the in the 
uh, realm of politics, and it's up to the constituency to decide whether or not you're a faithful or honest broker of that relationship or not. Yes. Fair enough. Here's the problem, is that the thing that they're accusing Trump of doing is something that Joe Biden came really damn close to actually doing back when he was uh, Barack Obama's vice president. You're not I mean, incorrect. I, I mean, his son was on the board at Burisma, who was potentially, likely under investigation, mm-hmm. when he demanded that we would not withhold, or that we would withhold aid until the investigations were dropped. Yeah. In addition to that, since the collusion quid pro quo argument started going out the window, the Democratic uh, members of the House have been shifting the argument from quid pro quo to collusion with the or with right, the Ukrainian right. government. And the problem with that is, that is precisely what Hillary Clinton did during the 2016 election. Sure. Now, you can argue that she wasn't the president at the time, but she was what? What was she back then? Uh, Pres- secret- Secretary of some... Secretary of State, that's correct. Secretary of State. So it's like... Uh, she still had that power to enact those types of um, problems for a, for a troublesome, unruly subsidiary government, right? So anyway, what I'm saying is, this is legitimately what she did. She sent members of her staff over to Ukraine to dig up dirt on Trump. And so, what to your point, I think that there is um, there's a real risk that they're running right here by saying, yeah, all this stuff is is worthy of impeachment uh, because it's going to be bad optics for the president, I think they're setting up a, a end state where a lot of the stuff that they've done in the very recent past fails to meet their own standard. Yeah, and I, I don't think you're wrong, and I mean, like, I think that's what a lot of people think, too, and I, I was actually trying to read a little bit more on what... Uh, Eric wrote about, but he was basically getting this, Eric Weinstein, but yeah. basically getting the same point across that you had. Here, here's where I think, Christopher, the the real problem is. I think you can take most of the testimony that we've heard. Well, let's let's go a little bit further back before I start there. Okay. Um, mo- most of... What, what happened exactly is, Trump was withholding aid from Russia, which, if you think back to his early campaign plans, is pretty in line like he wanted you know these countries to jump in and do more for the money we were giving them and that's one point that people have lost sight of a lot in all sure this. yeah kind of the same reason he dropped out of the paris accord yeah exactly and i'm just i'm just putting that as an interesting note and but there's you know i don't think that really has anything to do with the whole deal right but but the other piece of that is um Sorry, it's getting a little hectic driving. It's okay. The the other piece of that is um, that e- even though this is something that Trump kind of campaigned on, was you know holding this back, he was doing so for you know reasons that he wanted Ukraine to like begin doing investigations, um, you know, into the 2016 elections, into other forms of corruption that he saw, and one of those investigated. Right. That is a quid pro quo. And there's no problem with quid pro quos. And sure. and quid pro quos are a part of, like, 
they're a part of foreign policy. We will scratch your back if you scratch our back. It's how you get stuff done. It's how you It's get... also why these conversations are supposed to be privileged. Right. Uh, so that we don't have we don't have to micromanage every agreement that the president makes because a lot of people sure. simply are not going to accept the fact that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't and sometimes the lesser of two evils has to be pursued in a unfortunate decision you know what i'm saying yes so and the, and the main issue here is the is not the fact that a quid pro quo was about foreign policy but it was about the fact that a quid pro quo could be made uh against a you know that would have an impact on a domestic political opponent uh, i think even i think the real heart of the issue is that taxpayer dollars and their We're destinations yeah. could be could be utilized to progress someone's personal you're endeavors instead of the country's you're 100 percent correct and the problem that we find that like so egregious is this smells very, very similar to tr to the uh, Russian investigation. Right. Like it feels it feel it's it's coordinating with a foreign government to affect uh, domestic relationships. And what you see, Chris, is like right when that happened, the polls for impeachment, which is held pretty much steady during Trump's entire Trump's entire time in office, flipped immediately. And so where the you majority mean when what happened. When, when that discovery, that transcript came out and this Ukraine news started to break way back when, okay. they flipped. And so what you saw is the majority was uh, that by 10 a 10% difference, right, is that the majority said that Trump should not be impeached. And that basically is flawed positions with Trump should be, be impeached. Okay, gotcha. Here's, here's the interesting piece of this. Today, there's about a 3% difference between those. Still with Trump should be impeached. And what I think people need to understand is, you know, people are kind of reverting back to the mean to some extent, you know, right. they're, they're joining party lines. But, but the other piece of this is this is about theater. Yes. And that is, sure. and that is the thing you have to remember here. And here is the thing. There's a, there's a play being put on and, and it's important that it's a play. Like this is made for TV politics. Like this is how it works. You have to, you have 300 million people to convince of your point. And you have to do that on television. So they can get play on CNN, it can be in YouTube clips, it can go all over. Like, this is this is the game, guys. It's not a problem. And so the issue is, the argument that the, that the Democrats have been making is, there was a quid pro quo as a part of this aid being, as a part of this aid not making it into Ukrainian hands. That isn't too bad. Right, and that, right. that's 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 the thing that people are getting, I think, kind of hoodwinked on. The, the the issue is the Republican and White House response response has been there is no quid pro quo. Uh, Salin was was doing this by himself, and it's basically been nonsense. Right, and that and that's been that that's really bad. Well, when you got Rudy Giuliani on the bench, you're gonna have some nonsense. And so there's been a lot of opportunity to throw Rudy under the bus too, and I think that's what we saw a lot in Salin's testimony. It was. Basically, Rudy, you know, getting getting chunked. Well, it's kind of like when one of... Uh, it, I'm, it's not exactly like this, okay? I understand okay. that he's Trump's personal lawyer. Yep. Um, and that there is a fiduciary relationship there, et cetera, ad nauseum. But it's kind of like when a Bernie supporter shows up and shoots people up the congressional baseball game. We don't, you don't blame, blame Bernie. We don't okay. blame Bernie. So Trump has this guy on retainer who's a little bit special. Just because he shows up and said something doesn't mean that that's 
that that is the will of the president. Right. And so what I so we're, we're let's come back to that point because I sure. think it's I think it's really important. But what what I want to what I want to sell you on, and I think everybody else is that. There is a legitimate interest in us knowing if there's a legitimate interest in us knowing if the Bidens and uh, were acting corruptly while they were in office. Absolutely, there's a complete legitimate interest uh, there, and that it seems n- evident on its face. It does, and it's not wrong for a president to investigate in that, right? Like it's, it, and even if that president ends up benefiting from that, let, and, let, let me give the devil his due. Okay, we have a legitimate interest in knowing if Trump colluded with Russia. Y- yes, and and. If he tried to quash such an investigation, yeah. I would think that was out of line. Sure. Let, let, let me get this point sure. out just because I think it, it needs to be stated fully. There's there's a couple of different pieces to this that okay. need to get it com- communicated. Sorry. No, you're, you're totally fine. So, so the point is there, there's a legitimate interest in us knowing that. There's also a legitimate interest in us knowing that the president doesn't act corrupt in that investigation. Yes. And here's the problem. We don't know the answer to that right now. And we're being told we do. And that is because the optics are absolutely terrible. And I think and I think really what it is, if you were to ask Republicans to explain that message to everybody in the general public, it, it's difficult. It's not it's not that that message is complicated. It's not made for TV. It's way better to say that Soundland and all these guys were going off board. And it's not getting picked up. And I also think, unfortunately, this is one of the problems of electing Donald Trump is this is the direction he's given his White House, is mm-hmm. to basically stonewall this, say no quid pro quo, and that's a mistake. It's just an honest mistake. There, of course there was a quid pro quo. We all heard the phone call. If there's not a quid pro quo associated with that phone call, then it's kind of crazy. Right. You know, and the, so The question is if the quid pro quo was specifically Was the quid targeted. pro quo to benef- for Trump's benefit, or was the quid pro quo to... Uh, to uh, to legitimately provide an investigation, and I would say this: the president should have been smart in making sure that, however, that investigation was being settled, was being handled. There was no question of that, and the problem is there is yeah. right now. Yeah, and the problem is it's Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I'm so nonpartisan on this issue; it, it almost makes me sick. I, I, I um, absolutely agree. Like, I, I, I feel like it, I feel like I'm def- I'm defending an incompetent person. And I don't really want to. Uh, uh, see, and this is kind of one of the things that I kind of had to... I caught a little heat for okay. the last episode. I don't even know if we published that or we not. We didn't. Um, but, <laughs> but... But only because we just We got into an argument yeah, basically after the episode ended. A, a civil one. Okay. And in front of some of our, our buds, we had a kind of a civil discussion, right? This is right. The, but we had this we had this discussion. Because my point was that I don't... If... Why do I care if... The Ukrainians are helping us out with an investigation. Right. I want to know what the truth is. Exactly. And right. I don't care if if they assist us in that. Hell, I don't care if there's a legitimate interest in um, in uh, the American public knowing the outcome of the investigation. I don't care if we pay for it. I think that that's a worthwhile thing to spend our time on. Sure. We're living in this twilight zone where we pretend like investigations to find out about corruption and crime are now criminal. Yeah. And I find that really strange. When you said that we've been hoodwinked, I think you're right on the nose. Mm. And when you said a, a quid pro quo, we're treating a quid pro quo like it's a bad thing, I think you're hitting it right on the nose. Yeah. Why are any of these things bad things? Right. More information is better. Now, I don't want somebody walking around and using the American uh, tax revenue as their pocket change to pay to their fixers to get the things done that they want to get done. However, 
I don't think you could explain to me how investigating Burisma isn't a legitimate interest of the United States. Right. I don't think you can explain to me how wanting to look into the 2016 election campaign interference that happened in Russia at the behest of Hillary Clinton isn't a legitimate interest of the United States. Second, uh, f furthermore, as long as the funding was correct, I also don't have any problem with a with us going to Ukraine and paying people to do a legal service that affects a, a American election. Yes. We live in a global economy. People are acting like this is the worst thing they've ever heard of, and I just don't buy it. Right. Uh, if you buy campaign posters from China, then isn't a foreign national influencing the outcome of an election? Right. I just don't, as long as it's a legitimate service paid for from the right funds, I don't care. Yeah. And everyone's pretending like this is a huge deal and it matters. Here's why it's a huge deal and it matters. Because we are so focused on the optics. And by the way, this is the same way we got Donald Trump. And I am not saying that with any pride from the Republican side at the moment. Mm -hmm. This is why we got Donald Trump. Is because we were focused on optics and not on substance. And yeah. you know yeah, what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. We wanted there's, someone that could punch. There's a time for that, okay? And I'm not saying that it was the wrong time. I don't know. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty anemic on the whole thing, to be honest, yeah. at this point. I don't know if it was the right time. I'll tell you this for sure. Nobody that adds to the deficit like Donald Trump is doing is my conservative president. Right I mean, I, he's not a conservative. And, and you jokers who are pretending like he is, you need to wake up a little bit. Yeah. Because you're focused on optics and not focused on substance. And if Jordan Peterson were here right now, and gosh dang he might be, he would say <laughs> never let the ability to win the next game forfeit your chances for winning future games. Yes. And I'm afraid that that's exactly what we've done. Yeah. Luckily, the Democrats are literally tripping over their own feet to follow us down that rabbit this is hole. The, this is, the, take this in context with everything we said about the Democratic debates. It's like, we, we, have, we have no good options. Right. We have, we have no good options available to us to fix, fix the problem we find ourselves in. That's exactly um, right. And, it, and but, that's, that's depressing. Man. But in our, in our bid for expediency, we chose Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And the Democrats continue to pu push a kind of nonsense impeachment hearing for the optics opening themselves up to the criticism that they just got done doing the same thing that they're accusing him of doing. Yeah. And when when you pursue what is what is expedient and not what matters, you open yourself up to a litany of problems. I think I think that on both sides we're forfeiting our ability to win future games right now. Yeah. And if life is a series of games, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh I, and you know it it will be it will be centered around showmanship and sacrificing function for the sake of form that the empire will fall it will be yeah that's right that's and, exactly right you and get to the point where you where you put on where you take off your work boots and you put on slippers yeah and, and you know what that that makes me sad because america is a fantastic country yeah but i look at i look at their upcoming choices for the 2020 election i don't want to vote for trump I probably will because I'm, uh, I am more terrified of socialism than I am uh, I am of overspending. To be yeah. honest, yeah. But on the on the other side, uh, I don't have anyone representing my views here. I don't have anybody that is saying you know the government's accounts are so small we should be able to get them keep them on Henry Thoreau's thumbnail. Right. Um, I think I quoted that correctly. Sure. Uh, <laughs> anyhow. Who knows? Um, at, yeah. at any rate, I, I there's not a good choice, and the reason that there's not a good choice is because I think we as a whole allowed ourselves to be duped and choose to win the next game instead of focusing on the future. Yeah, we're, and we're and we allowed infighting 
and fighting amongst ourselves when the truth is we agree on most everything, uh, liberals and conservatives. We're only a couple inches apart, and we want to kill each other over those three inches. But but the when we put the theater of that fight above the truth and above the the things that we have in common and the things that could bring us together and the things that up until recently were were common knowledge and truths that everybody knew uh when we start sacrificing those things for the sake of the theater it i i'm i'm worried that there's no good choices left yeah um yeah i think the only peace everything you said was really right on i think the only peace left to this that needs any you know saying is Salen's testimony basically basically said that the team was definitely aware of a quid pro quo that was Rudy Giuliani's direction and that his specific conversation with President Trump President Trump said basically talk to Rudy and uh, didn't tell and said no quid pro quos that that smells a little bit and I think I think the next step in this for us to really get at the answers it, it, to, to what I would say is like okay now now impeach the president it's time is Rudy or Trump are going to have to testify yeah and I think I think that's the only thing left there. I'll say this too just be if if Trump says ask Rudy he's my lawyer and then Rudy goes and tells you to do something illegal that does not mean Trump told you to go do something illegal it, it definitely doesn't so, but it, but it's like there's so much gray area here and it, so much so much. If Rudy gets on the stand and says, like, well, Trump said that I that I was supposed to engage in quid pro quos for the Bidens. Right. That's different. Right? That 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 that's what I think needs to happen. Or Trump did not. And then But if Rudy just says, Oh, Trump wanted me to set strategy, so I chose to do something illegal, that's on Rudy. Yeah, you know? and I think that I think that's a little I think that's a little what I think that's a little bit of the line that the Republicans are gonna try to take, and I find it a little distasteful, but We'll have to see. We know what happened when Cohen got pinched. Yeah. He flipped, man. He flipped fast. So, I mean, <laughs> if you start seeing Rudy act like that, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah, so. if you look up in the air and you see uh, particles assimilating around a spinning old Italian man, that's Giuliani flipping. <laughs> and you just need to stay away. <laughs> just Because it's going to be catastrophic. It is. All right. Well, you yeah. know what? Carpooling. We're glad to be back. We hope you guys are still with us. We know we hemorrhaged some of you in our long absence, but uh, for the the, the brave fans, few that remain, the brave we're basically going to drop. Gotten their subscribe to this podcast. We're dropping a double a double episode on you guys. I'm going to put this episode and the previous episode out simultaneously. Exciting. So get pumped, get jazzed. Uh, I'm at Chris X Carl on Instagram and Twitter. Hunter is at Emotional Carl on those same sites. The show is at Carl Pulling, or you can find us on facebook at carl pooling podcast we have an email address carl at gmail.com we have a website carl go there click click on things we love clicks we love uh, clicks. we're addicted to your clicks i get up every morning and i snort 17 clicks it does in addition to does. that uh leaves a review rating itunes spotify or google store that is everything check out my twitch stream i'm gonna be playing some major fortnite um, I've gotten my kill death ratio up to. Please don't talk about Fortnite with the children. I don't. I don't have four knives. Okay. Anyhow, um, I'm gonna be playing Sport Knife. Uh, and with that, we're home. Get tested. Get tested. Oh my God! You said it.